There was a discussion uh, via ESPN's Rich, is it Samini? Uh, that's what I'm going to go with. Rich Samini? Um, about a potential trade for Dante Fowler. Of course, the Jaguars did not pick up his fifth-year option, and there is speculation that he is going to be, he is not going to be retained when the season ends. Now, I've been a pretty big, uh, I've had a lot of criticism of Dante Fowler, mostly because of a lot of stupid decisions and um, some of his actions on the field. However, he has he has produced pretty well, especially in the last year and a half. Um, but with the Jaguars bringing in Taven Bryan in the NFL draft, a lot of people think that maybe he's on the outs and that Jacksonville should get something for him while they can. So, Jacob, I know you're a pretty strong supporter of this, so I'll let you go first. What do you think of them letting Dante Fowler go and potentially where? Uh, yeah, there's allegedly the report is that they should trade him to the Jets for Teddy Bridgewater. And the report goes on to say, oh, you know, we should wait through preseason, maybe a week one or two. See how Teddy's knee is holding up. See how Fowler performs. Nah, man, screw that. Let's go make this right now. <laughs> get, hey, look, I, get, I don't even need the biscuit. Just give me the two-piece. I don't even, just give me Teddy. I'll see you Fowler. Because I tweeted earlier. I was like, you know what? Give me Teddy in the four and you got a deal. You know what? I'll give you Dante in a four. Just give me Teddy. Well, if it's a if it's a meal from Popeyes, you might need more than the the two piece or or whatever the case may be. Because them them biscuits be dry sometimes, bro. So you That's might my, need some soda or something with it. Bro. I said so, I eat biscuits. I just need <laughs> some rice. Where, where you think we get chicken from? We we ain't getting church's chicken around here. We ain't getting KFC. It's Popeyes and Bojangles, man. Come on. Me and my homie Josh, we we Bojangles supporters. My if he uh listening in right now, so. I I don't really I can't really speak on Popeyes. I like Popeyes, but I'm a Bojangles guy. <laughs> By the way, anybody that works at Popeyes or Bojangles that is relatively high up on the chain, we are open for sponsorship. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> would it though? Would it? Really? Now moving along, yeah. I mean, honestly, we don't, for lack of a better term, need Fowler. He's had nice, uh, nice to have, but. Yeah, but you have you have Marcel Darius, you have uh Taven. Oh, yeah. You have um who else did we just pick? Uh Dwayne Smoot. You you have a bunch of horses in the stable behind him. Mm-hmm. Not to mention he's kind of underperformed for what he should have been. I know Mike K was very against this. Um I mean, I, I can see this. why he has potential I can understand why. And there's a bunch of questions with Teddy's knee, considering how, according to all reports, if they did not act as fast as they did, he would have had to get his leg amputated, basically. But uh, we don't have a consistent quarterback. Our quarterbacks are currently Blake Bortles, Cody Kessler, and who? Yeah, I really blanked out on it, bro. Uh, Okay, then. (laughs) Further proving my point here. <laughs> Tanner Teddy Lee. Is... Again, who? <laughs> what school did he go to? Arkansas? Is he an SEC quarterback? Excuse me. Nebraska. <laughs> so Mike K's uh... logic was he's produced 10 sacks in 19 games last year. Teddy has thrown two passes in two years and probably pegged to be the third quarterback between a 40-year-old and a rookie. Okay, well, first off, uh, one, the man is just coming back from having his knee blown to pieces. Two, that 40-year-old just balled out last year for the Jets. 
three, that rookie is going to take that job anyway. I'm not quite sure why Teddy went to the Jets. Maybe he felt like he had a chance to compete. Yeah, I know. Because I believe it's I believe it's what, a one year deal with an option or just a strictly one year deal? Yeah, it's a one year deal. Um I think it might have an option, but it I don't even think he making a million. I get deal. the logic. You go, you don't cost much, you get a chance to compete, you could probably beat out McCown, you should beat out Sam Donald. You show people that your knee is still intact. You change a game that you can actually be a pocket passer. You have a good year, then you go get the big money. I get the logic behind it. But again, the Jets have no interest in really actually playing you, Teddy. Jets, you know you don't want to play the man. We'll hey, see uh, you, Fowler. You need a pass rusher. We need a quarterback. Let's throw some picks in there. Give me a two-piece and a biscuit from Popeye's. Make sure I get the lemonade. I want it spicy, <laughs> not out. And we're good. Everybody wins. You especially hey, need Jay. to eliminate again. Yeah, what's up? Let me ask you this. Did the Jaguars have any interest bringing Teddy in in free agency? Yeah, not that I heard of. And that that's why, um, like I said, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I didn't hear anything on that end. And that's why in the article, I, I, I made it a uh, point of emphasis, should I say that. I don't think Dave Caldwell, to, just to my knowledge at least. I don't think this falls to- in his in his wheelhouse to be honest with you i don't think this falls in his right tendencies right i get the feeling that they don't want blake Bortles looking over his shoulder and i mean that it, it makes perfect sense that's why you go out and get a cody kessler you know what i'm saying somebody who has starting experience just in case something does happen to blake but at the same time somebody that's not going to necessarily push him as we were seeing in the early stages even though it's just OTAs and you know time will tell this that and the other but um you know I don't of course I don't agree with it I, I said that on plenty of occasions they need competition for Blake Bortles um they need somebody to uh that could replace him if he isn't the guy and that contract is one despite what people say I think they could get out of it relatively easy in a year or two and it's one um, that it's kind of questionable if you want to say they believe in him long term. But um, that I mean, look, Blake Blake's been doing good in OTAs. I ain't gonna take that from him. For everybody that says I'm a Blake doubter, I'm a Blake hater, or whatever. I'll give him that. Um, we'll see how he does later. But um, in terms of like this actual this scenario here, again, man, I I don't see the Jags doing it at all. I mean, and like it, it's crazy because like. We all heard the rumors about Tom Coughlin not really being a Blake Bortles guy coming into this equation. And now it just seems like he's all for the guy, you know. And um, I do think what Blake did last year gave the GMs and, you know, the people in the front office a glimmer of hope that they don't have to do anything like that. Um, But still, nonetheless, in terms of this Jets deal, it would, of course have to come down to the the reason why to answer Jacob's question of of why not make it happen now is because the Jets are simply going to wait to the preseason to even attempt anything because they want to trot Bridgewater out there, let him show everybody that the knee's okay, make him Oh obviously. Yeah. Right, right. So that's that's why. And I mean and and the same thing is like they they do want to let it actually play out in terms of the, the quarterback competition there with Sam Darnold. So, you know, they, they want to make it at least look like they're going to give Bridgewater a chance that they're not just going to hand Darnold the job. So that being said, when when the preseason is over with, I think um, they, they won't even trade him, to be honest with you. And, I mean, like, Dante Fowler isn't a bad rotational r- rusher. 
Um, but y'all know I'm a big Teddy Bridgewater fan. I would do it. Um, but if it's for Bridgewater and Fowler, like Jacob said, it would have to involve some picks with it. You know, like I'm not just going to take them, take the two straight up, you know, in terms of a trade. Like throw me a fourth or a fifth or something in there. Um, but I doubt the Jags do What did it. they get for Sheldon Richardson last year? That's a good question. I forgot. That's actually mentioned in um in Samini's uh, article too. Third? Yeah. It may I think it may have been a third. It had to be no higher than a third. But here's my thing. You're absolutely right. If we're honestly looking at this logically, there's no way Bridgewater moves anywhere before September. It's just yeah. does not make sense because the Jets are going to sit on him, see how he looks through mini camp, OTAs, mm-hmm. training camp, preseason, make sure the knee's healthy, right. let him play in preseason. If he balls out, he balls out, make it look like a competition. Right. It's all smoke and mirrors. You're not, They're doing nothing but driving the cost of a brick up. We get it. Mm-hmm. It's all business. But that might have been a plan all alone too. Like you know, we were asking like you know why why did they get Bridgewater? They probably got him knowing that hey, we still gonna yeah, ain't no doubt in my mind they knew they were gonna take a quarterback, not necessarily Darnold, but they were gonna take a quarterback in the first round. And it was like, well, maybe if that quarterback doesn't pan out, you know, we got a backup plan so that quarterback can sit. We could throw uh, Bridgewater out there, um, but. If if I mean the quarterback shows us what we like, he starts. We got some trade bait here. So yeah, <clears throat> it's we got two vets in front of him. But if you I'm know, Jacksonville, just just call just right now and be like, hey, I understand you're not listening to nothing, but just <laughs> in case, come see me in September. Here's what I got on my mind right now. Here's the thing, also, especially with mainstream media, and and you know, even though we try to create it, we know that this team is fully behind Blake Bortles is a lot of people in the media. They look at Blake Bortles like, Oh, there's no way they can be settled on him, but they are, they're trying to see smoke where there's no fire right. and the team is, they, they're okay going forward with Blake. Right. So that's one of the, re- another reason I just don't see, just like you said, Jay, I don't, I don't think they would want to bring in a guy and have Blake all of a sudden overthinking, you know, I think a, I think a calm, collective Blake Bortles is what we need. Right. And they don't want to ruin that momentum either. You know what I'm saying? Right. From OTAs and from last year either. Like you don't you, you don't want to throw a, a fork in that because he, he does look good. He does look like he has potential to take the Jets all the way now. But you know that like I said the past ain't on. We'll have to see man. But um Yeah, but this is what year five of the Blake Bortles experience that's, experiment? And that's year always four? been my bone with it. Like it it shouldn't take a quarterback this long for us to be like, Oh, we're seeing hope, you know? Yeah, like no, you should, it should you have should happened already. Now. Yeah. Like it's But we're not in charge. Yeah, like we said, it's been up one year, down one year, up, down. Also, Blake was good last year. He was consistent, but when he was bad, it was worse than his worst before. Right. Like I'm the just San saying. San Diego Chargers yeah, game, which he we was bad. Have. He was bad. Well, the playoff out. game. Mm-hmm. Which Arizona. We, yeah, we had a backup. We would have. There's no doubt in my mind Blake would have been pulled if we had a backup mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah, I'm I mean, saying. like, and for all the, the Blake supporters, like, that get this, we are not. We're not trying to like insult y'all or anything, but all we're I saying sometimes is am. sometimes I am. <laughs> look, I was going to say, speak for yourself, but look, uh... <laughs> look, from, look at it from this standpoint, y'all. We we are not that far removed. If you know, if we want to talk about how much hope they have in Blake, we're not that far removed from Chad Henney was almost our starter. right from Doug Marone 
threatening Blake. He had to threaten Blake with Chad Henney. Think about that, y'all. He had to threaten Chad Henney with Blake. Chad Bortles. the mustache Henney. Right. He had to use that as a threat to get Blake Bortles to step up. And I mean, you could you could argue that he really didn't have all that good of a preseason at all. And then so after that, and after that, like everybody keeps saying they have faith in him. It, it still wasn't that long ago that they. They went out there against the Houston Texans and let him throw what, like five times or something like that. That does that tell you that they, you know, that they really have a lot of confidence in him? Um, though you know, though he he did a lot to make them be confident in him over the course of the season. But I'm just all I'm saying is we're not that far removed from that. It was just a year ago that we were having this conversation. So, you know, I mean, still, man, I'm hoping that Blake does well and show out i mean like when we drafted him like a lot of people don't notice but i was all for it man i was i was in buffalo wild wings throwing my jags hat in the air like so i don't hate the man that's not that's i was not at the, the jaguar i was at the draft party i'm very excited yeah you know, i was defending him at first too i was right. a huge blake Bortles defender because a lot of people weren't very high in the pick and and I said, look at the tape, and this is the guy that they're going to build around. And right, so me you know. and like me and Phil, this stuff is documented on on Twitter of how we supported him. You know, like up until what a year or two ago, when uh, well, year before last, because he played okay last year. So, you know, we don't hate the man. It's just you know, we are just pointing out what the staff has shown us, and it's simply it's and what the numbers have shown us. Right. Yeah. Tape doesn't lie. Exactly. I mean, it's just competition. That's end of the day. That's what we're sitting here championing is we want competition because still sharp and still Blake is not going to get better. No offense to Cody Kessler or Connor Lee, Travis Lee, Michael Lee, I am Lee, <laughs> Liam Robert e. Lee, you know, whatever. Yeah. No offense to the kid out of Nebraska. He ain't going to get better with you two behind him. It, it's nothing personal. It's just that looking at this from a fan point of view and objectively not being as invested as Phil and JR, you, why? It'd be no different than the 20 receivers we have. There's a reason why we have 20 receivers on the roster counting tight ends. It's because you want competition. You want them to improve and to get better. Right. Why is it that we take that approach with every position on the team? You got Ramsey and Boye going at each other neck and neck trying to see who can one-up each other in practice. Yeah. yeah. And you see, got, that's something that a lot of people, you know, a lot of people hated Gus Bradley on his way out and stuff. But that's one of the things we could take from his tenure that everybody needs to remember. that And that he stressed this. Competition is everything. Competition is everything, even for a good roster as good as ours. And people forget that because Gus been gone for a minute now. But if there was anything <laughs> to take from his horrible tenure, that was one of the things. And I think that was one of the things that I mean, Doug Marone stresses till this day, except for at the quarterback position, like Jacob just said. Exactly. You had like Calais doesn't realize that Yannick is breathing on his neck on a daily basis. Right. Or Malik don't realize that Taven Bryan is about to take his place. Because he's gonna be a cap, uh, a cap, um, a cap yeah, issue next year. Casualty, yeah. right? Yeah, I couldn't get it out next year. And you got Darius and Smoot sitting right there. I mean, look at Puzz. He realized it. Right. He was like, "All right, I could probably still play, but I got these dogs right on my ankles." It's that's my thing. Looking at this team, it's competition everywhere. 
but quarterback, and that's the biggest question mark. So, right, and it just doesn't I'm look just saying, right, man. Uh, you, you, you got these dogs everywhere else. You know, you got them people at each other's neck everywhere else except at the quarterback position, man. That and and that should. All I'm saying is that should concern people about who they have at Sentinel Caller if he can't take the pressure. And a lot it ain't just the Jaguars. A lot of teams believe in that logic. Like, hey, I don't want no no problems at my quarterback position, you know. So we'll we'll have the starter and we'll put some you know, we'll put two lower talents behind him. So we'll it's, somebody, just, it's an NFL thing, man. Yeah. We'll put somebody semi competent enough so he can breathe easily. The whole if you have two, you don't have one. <laughs> And not necessarily. As uh, what was it? Mike Vick and um, who else was that quarterback in Philly? Is Vick McNabb and um, the white boy? Foles? No, <laughs> no, no. It was a Foles. <laughs> it was before Foles got there. No, it was before Foles got there. It's when Vick came out of prison. They were running two, three quarterbacks, but it worked. Right. It's the point I'm making. Right. I mean, and also if you're a Jags. And it's not like we haven't had a chance to upgrade our bringing competition. Right. And it's like, it's like, oh man, we couldn't get nobody. There was nothing available that was, you know, as good or better. Mm-hmm. Bridgewater was there. Look at the draft class. I mean, right? They didn't even have to get nobody in the third round per se. Just somebody better than Tanner Lee. See, for them to get Tanner Lee shows you like how how they're treating this quarterback position. Like they could have. Uh, who, who were who were some of the prospects um, below Rudolph that they could have got that we were talking about, Phil? There were quite a few, um, and some of them went undrafted, I believe. Yeah, right. So, right, like um, the kid from Marshall Litton, um, he was one. Uh, Chase Litton, right? Um, Woodside, Woodside um, from um, Toledo. Um, it was one more kid. Guy. Kid out of Pitt, right? No, that was Peterman. Lad, that was year before last. Yeah, Peterman. that was last. Um. But yeah, like it was some guys like you. The Jazz didn't necessarily have to spend a, a top three pick on a guy, even though they could have had Mason Rudolph for a good price. Um, but still, like you got to do better than Tanner Lee. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I don't think a fourth round or a fifth round pick should scare Blake Bortles to throw him off his game either. Because if it does, you don't have the right person at quarterback. Yeah, that's basically <clears throat> the point. Is that any. <laughs> Any relative competition scares you, then why are you, you know, what yeah. does, that tells me that I have a bigger issue now. And yeah, shout out to Big Ben for complaining for what what the Steelers did because he goes out every year and, and threatens to retire. What he else are they supposed bad, to do? Every time he has a bad game, like, well, you know, maybe it's towards the end of my career, you know. You act like you're not 37 years old. They need, you know what I'm saying? The, the, chance, the opportunity presented, uh, presented itself for them to get somebody to proceed you. So why not take it? Like you, I don't understand why he's mad about that, bro. But that's another story for another time. Yeah, I mean, look at Philip Rivers and Eli. They're not over here complaining. They're like, okay, we well, get it. It's the- <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, that's that for a different day. Uh, Big Ben, we'll see you in November. Uh, bring your four interceptions. We'll be waiting for them. <laughs> and your retirement talk also. You know, just just bring it when you come. Catch the flight to Jacksonville. So might as well just have the speech ready. Uh, we'll we'll mm-hmm. set you up a... Uh, We'll set you up a ceremony to give you a uh, give you a spot on the um, on the uh, uh, what's it called? What's the Jaguars? The pride um, of the Jags. Called pride. Yeah, we'll give you a little spot in the pride. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, if we, if we sober enough after the game, even, you know, <laughs> that's another story, too. We'll record a special podcast for you. We'll give you a five, ten minute open, Big Ben. Just, you know, just come on. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Was that everything? Yeah, that was it. That was <laughs> yeah, a, a feels, very. like um, a Kanye. Yeah, that was an interesting podcast. <laughs> I think we I think we covered everything now. <laughs> I think we're good. We good, man. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Popeyes again and Bojangles. Right. Holla at us. Popeyes Bojangles, please. Uh, will you be more than happy to have you sponsor? <laughs> but yeah, so um, just in terms of what, what's coming up next, what we're working on. Um, first of all, welcome back, Phil, to Florida. Um, as he said, we're going to be working on projects, um, local projects for Jacksonville, um, get more involved in the Jaguar community in Jacksonville. Uh, this, that, and the other. I want to um, talk to you guys. I want to talk to y'all, the fans. Am yeah. I not invited? <laughs> uh, the the people that uh that give us feedback on social media, we want to talk to them in person. So um, some of them, right, right. The the social <laughs> the sociable ones, yeah. There's some that wow. be at our next. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be working on um plenty of uh in terms of content. Gonna be working on some um, stuff leading up to training camp. You know, roster previews, position by position. Um, I already did a uh, roster prediction for offense. Defense is coming probably Monday. Um, so we'll we'll look at the defensive side of the ball and who will make the cut. Um, gonna be some hard cuts again this year, but um, for the most part, uh, most of the people that were on the roster last year, um, that's your team for this year. It looks like at least so. Um. Tons of tons of training camp content, and um, I can't wait to um to get in the booth with Phil and and make more uh magic as we have for the Jaguars Wire. Uh, what about me? That's oh, point. hey Jacob, didn't, didn't... oh y'all just no <laughs> no. I mean, you, me. we always tell you you can come to Jacksonville and kick it with us every time. Yeah. <laughs> every time. It's like we said we, we you can come to Dallas, but you didn't do that either. Okay. Right? You could have been a part of that at 40. You could have been a part of that. What? I would have been too busy laughing at Phil getting sniped. (laughs) First off, $50 that that video didn't get enough play. That video should have gone viral. It's in my favorite somewhere. It really should have. I was ready. I was ready for, for, for that national spotlight and to be embarrassed thoroughly. But it didn't happen. I even put in the work to do those edits and nothing. Hey, and you're the... I mean, if you... You ain't the only one that's feeling bad because that forty time made me mad when I looked at it. I was like, okay, I'm I'm disappointed, y'all. Y'all could. I told you, Jay, I'm gonna lose all this weight. I'm gonna get quick again. I'm gonna run it again. I'm gonna get a little redemption. <laughs> yeah, well, all I know is that video was bad. That was like when you're trying to send the when she sends the you up text and you're like, yeah, on my way, and then then your phone dies and you don't have a charger. That's what that video <laughs> would be like. It's like, yeah, on my oh damn, like man. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. This is my favorite. You know what? We'll bring it back. We'll get you that viral thing. We'll we'll do it for you. That's what I'm hoping. No one's acknowledged me since me and Blake Bortles got into a fight. So. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. That's not true. The whole um, the 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 basketball tweet that went viral with you. Though. Oh yeah, the Grayson Allen tweet. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that, Utah. Talk about. <laughs> Perfect about a fit. terrible fit. It's a perfect <laughs> fit. No. Grayson Allen's gonna he's gonna make the six hour commute from LA to Salt Lake City every day. Man, he's, not, he's not gonna live in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Lord Jesus. 
God. By the way, you you can't cut anything from the time we started recording. Just want to let you know that you got to keep all this in. Two hour podcast, baby. Ooh, please. <laughs> you ever listen to Joe Budden's podcast? It's like three hours. We're doing good. Oh, oh wow. yeah. The the conspiracy theory podcast I listen to. Mile Higher podcast. Shout out to Josh and Caitlin. Uh, their their podcast run at least an hour and a half. So yeah, we're doing good. You could you know put it in two parts. How about that? We'll break it down. Right before we end it after the season tickets and the uh, top 100. That's part <laughs> one. Part two is maddening the rest of this when you try to right. good music me and get me out of here on seven songs. <laughs> I mean, when we get on the radio, when we get our three-hour show or whatever the case will be, you know, this will be good practice for that. So <laughs> Three hours of content, that'll be interesting. It'll be easy. We'll have live callers. I'll say something about Blake. Blake will call in. Or <clears throat> Blake Bortles facts will call in. It'll be fine. <laughs> Speaking of which, open invitation to come on on. Any yeah, Jaguar man. players, it's an open invitation. We promise you we are a lot nicer than this. <laughs> Mostly, somewhat. Yeah. We, I man, we we are quite professional. I think yeah, I think they, they think highly of us, the Jags players. DD retweet. Retweeted the um story, the last story, not the one I just did, but the story before that. So they, I, I think they read us and they, you know, they see that we we are a respectable site, which is a good thing. Surprisingly, we're very <laughs> respectable journalists here. You can check our credentials. I have them in music. P- people, we're, we're good. Come yeah, on, on valid man, legit. Or you would say today would have dropped us by now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Well, once again, as I mentioned, this really got off the uh, this really went off the rails. But yeah, Jacob, what do you got going on? How's basketball season going? Uh, it's going good. I'm reaching the dog days of summer. Live period is about to start. For those that don't know, that basically means college coaches can be in gyms now, watching tournaments, having contact with players. So we're gearing up. It's basically eh, the playoffs, I guess. Like the back half of the season, it's go time now. So. That's my life. I'm in a basketball gym two, three days a week. Having fun. Shout out to Coach Tris, by the way. While we talking about coaching. Yep. Shout out, Nick. Oh, speaking of Jags Den and Jags Wire uh, Forgotten Members, where's the new kids, man? The newbies. Oh, yeah. that You know what? You called me out on that one. <laughs> that That is actually my fault. <laughs> And you know why? Because I told Wesley I would have him on the next podcast, and this is the next podcast. What? I mean, in my defense, though, like, I hit him up earlier because he was doing a post for me, and he he seems like he slammed because he didn't reply back, so he probably just busy anyway. But Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to have an extra post today from him, which, I, you know, I ain't calling him out or nothing. I'm just saying, like, he that's a busy man, and, and Atlanta ain't no joke. That's all I'm saying, <laughs> and I understand. Eh, all right. You know, eventually we'll get them on. You know, they do exist, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they actually, some of their posts have gone uh, pretty viral on the Bleacher Report stream for us, as have yours. So, um, good work, everybody. Appreciate the hard work as usual. No problem. Yep. Uh, well, we're gonna wrap this up here, guys. On uh, as far as as far as me as mentioned, I'm back here in florida so hopefully we'll have some comedy dates coming up for you um also me and eric cerna 
are hard at work with the Wait For a Podcast, which I will have Jay and Jacob on promptly as soon as we are able to get fully up and running. Um, right. But that is, at, uh, you can follow us at Wait For It Pod on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, hey, as always, this is what makes us the best Jaguars podcast out there. Um, make sure to like, subscribe, share, all that stuff, guys. And Hey, we, like I said, we have a whole bunch of content for y'all to um, to talk about. Hopefully, we can get Jay in town also for some training camp, and uh, we can go out there and, and give you guys some more reports about what's going on with all things Jaguars. But until next time, guys, thank you so much for joining us again on the Jags Den podcast. Everybody stay safe, and we will see you next time. Peace.